It's now uh, 10 o'clock on the hour and uh, you are listening to J-Air 88FM, Australia's only Jewish community radio station and on the web j-air.com.au and now as it's 10 o'clock for the next two hours you'll be listening to the program with uh, myself, Meishi, Morris and Max um, and that is 10K Radius, unfortunately Gary is still unwell. Good morning, Gary. Hope you're listening. If you want to ring in, uh, please do. And also to every other listener, you can ring in on 90692086 and on uh, the uh, text message service 0404 And here we go. Morning, everyone. So, uh, good morning to uh, you, Max. How are you uh, feeling today? Good morning um, to you, Moishe, and to all our listeners out there. We meet again for two jam-packed hours of 10K Radius every Friday morning on J Air 88FM. Uh, big greeting goes out to our. Uh, Host who's not enjoying the best of our, health. Our, our partner in crime. Yeah, the the extraordinary assistant general manager also of the station, Gary Mellon. I hope you're listening, Gary. Rafua Shalema from all the crew here. We were looking forward to having you back, but uh, you'll you'll be you'll be right soon. She'll be right, mate. Soon. <laughs> uh, I'm going to bring around a few packets of that white powder. That'll that'll uh, fix him up. What about some uh, Yiddish penicillin? Penicillin. Oh, the good old chicken soup with with, uh, with kraplach, kraplach, and lokshin, and uh, that's that'll noodles. Fix him out. We'll and, give him uh, I tell you what, Moshe, we'll give him three big bowls today and I'd another three for Shabbos. He'll be back in on board next week. He'll be kicking goals. I reckon we should put them in some injections and then he can <laughs> inject himself with chicken soup yeah. rather than the other stuff that he's anyway, taking. Gary, ring up Gary too. Give us a call if you've got time. Absolutely. And, and give us your comments, what happened during the week. And um, we'd love to hear from you. And all the listeners can ring us direct on uh, 9069 Happy Friday, Moisha, to you. Yes. 
Absolutely. I'm just so <laughs> happy Friday now. I'm not going into all these minhagim of this day and that day. It doesn't apply in Australia down under. It's Canadian and American minhagim customs. Right. And I've decided from now on, <laughs> it, who needs it? Who wants to know about the, the World Donut Day over there? We don't celebrate any of that. Oh, so we're not going to mention any of those uh, Meshuggah days that they celebrate <laughs> Let's have a spell there. from it. All right. Yeah. Okay. It's too many. They, right. they come up with all these Michiganer things there. Right. In Australia, I believe in some of the main days, you know, the Red Nose Day that they have every yeah, year in and August. The, and the one for the poppies on oh, most the 11th of the 11th. Yeah, and also on those lines, the Royal Children's Hospital annual Good Friday Appeal, you know. Leading yeah. up to that, and the Salvos have special days throughout the year. Let's support yeah, Australian you've got, to, you've got to have special days. We have special days in the Jewish calendar. Did we have you one know? yesterday, Moshe? Did we have a oh, special day? the good old fast of Tisha B'Av. In Yiddish, Oh, absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. The thing is that last hour, you know, when you're begging for something because your mouth's so dry. Yeah. Oh, that's it. <laughs> you always break the fast with a light meal. Yeah, you, you don't, don't go do into it. anything too heavy. You, yeah, you can. So, blow, uh, you that's can the really, way to do uh, it. Damage your kishkas. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you take it easy. Yeah, you got to look some. after your kishkas, otherwise you'll be in big trouble. And here we are, a fast day yesterday. Yep. Today's erev Shabbos. Yep. Tomorrow's uh, Shabbos Nachamu. That's I'll it. Talk we'll talk about later. that yep. And it's all happening today. Absolutely. With, um, your football club, the well, Blues. Well, the Blues are playing the Magpies. There's a lot of Yidden that follow both clubs. <laughs> yes, you, get, you must probably get, a, uh, get lots a mignon. of mignonim at the football <laughs> tonight. <laughs> yeah, Not a problem. You'll get a free colour maybe on entry. Well, who knows? You know. Listen, Moisha, my prediction is I've got nothing against I think A draw. Collingwood, you no, reckon it'll be a draw. Collingwood will win well. In fact, about six to eight goals, I reckon. They're dynamite. They're dynamic. You yeah, know, They're fast. Yeah, they Carlton's good. good. Yeah. But they have they they're not consistent. Well, they got injuries and uh, yeah, they're going to play good. players. Are they're not just 100%. on the border of getting into the eight. Yeah, and Collingwood's a powerhouse, you know. Well, what I see. saw against uh, Port Adelaide, <coughs> boy, it's, it's all it's all a question of what side God's on. True, but on the day too, it's a long way out still. You know, yeah. anything can happen. Absolutely. Injuries, you yeah. know, they may have peaked too early. People could be, could be, could be, but Moisha. You never know. You never know. Anyway, I've got a good announcement. Uh, the Eruv is kosher for Shabbos, the 28th to the 29th of July. That's the Shabbos, the 11th of Av, 5783. It says here the administrator of the Melbourne Eruv advises that the Eruv is kosher for Shabbat, the Shabbat of Va'et Hanan. Um, and that's been issued by the general manager of Melbourne Eruv. And uh, you can go on the COSV website. And if you don't believe me, of course, why wouldn't you believe me? <laughs> um, you can check out for yourself. But uh, no problems for this Shabbos. The Melbourne Air Roof is it's kosher. Up and running. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, now, Moisha, yeah. on the theme of uh, all those uh, announcements, we yeah. should announce to the listeners, some calendars don't... Uh, Put this on their on their calendars. Tuba'av is coming up. That lovely festival of love. Yes. We, 
Wednesday the 2nd of August, yes. which corresponds to my Yom Haledet. Really? This year it does. Most well, we years could it have doesn't. a double celebration, a birthday party and Tubav. 2nd of August, the yep. 15th of yep. Nachamav. Starts on Tuesday night. And stay tuned, listeners. We'll give you a nice little shtick on Tubav. What's it all about? And... Uh, and the Mishnah, you know, what they say, Moshe, there was no greater holidays for the Jewish people than, than that of the 15th of Av and Yom Kippur. Yep. Several joyful events have occurred on this date throughout our history, but stay tuned for that later in the show. Absolutely. A whole lot of events, yep. happy events, yep. uh, as opposed to this, the very sad events that we commemorated yesterday on Tisha B'Av. We may we have no more mourning, Moshe. Absolutely. And, then we, and we pray for the establishment of the third base Amikdash. Bimheira Yomain. Yes, well, we'll get on to that. I've got a good story to tell in Twatam about that. Good, stay tuned. Okay, so let's remind everyone that today is Friday the 27th of July. 2023, Yom Shishi, as we say in Hebrew, and it's Yud Menachemav, Tafshin Fe Gimel, and that is the 10th day of Menachemav 5783. The Pasha, this Shabbos is Ve'etchanan, which means, and I besought or beseeched. We'll talk about that later. Shabbos comes in tonight at 5.11 p.m., and uh, Moitzah Shabbos comes in tomorrow night, that is uh, Saturday night, Havdalah is at 6.12pm. And of course, we mentioned earlier, this Shabbos is Nachamu, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, today is the 209th day of the year, there's 156 days to go, and then it'll be whoopee time for uh, New Year's Eve. So today we're going to talk, uh, of course, about uh, various articles and items to discuss in Twatam. We'll uh, visit the Pasha and the message of the Pasha. We'll do a few quotes. We'll have a few jokes. Um, you'll do some shout-outs and announcements, uh, Mendel. We've got a Muscle and Kolakavods and... Uh, Moshe, we must... Plenty, plenty to uh, go over over the next... Uh, one hour and 50 minutes. Moshe, we must have an extended Yiddish Vodafone today ah, because Yiddish, the last five weeks, actually, yep. we've missed out because we've had too much to talk about. Yiddish Vodafone will be a beauty today. Get listeners involved and yourself. Test your Yiddish and knowledge, Mamalushan. Okay. And uh, away we go. Moshe. Absolutely. I'm going to start off with a little story. Story a valet, as Gary would say. Well, let me first uh, play a station ID. So great, and Ro the Robert will be happy. And disclaimer. And the, well, I've looked for the disclaimer. Last week I found it. This week I can't. As and, I gave uh, this. you know, it's a bit like uh, <laughs> up and down with a disclaimer. But Robert, don't worry. I'll try and uh, watch me p's and q's. Yep. I'll dot all the i's. I'll cross all the t's. And if we end up in the Supreme Court. Then it's all up to you, Robert. Moshe, as long as you don't lose your gut guess trying to find this well, disclaimer. With yeah, I've tried. I've looked everywhere yeah. for it, but someone's Let uh, me say put this. it where uh, the sun doesn't shine. Moshe, we as volunteers on this station do not express the views of the station. We're neutral and we're, we're unbiased. Yep. We give our opinion 
and it's up to the listeners. What, what, do, what do they say? Apolitical. Correct. Yeah, we don't. We don't. Uh, we're not left. We're not no, right. We don't talk politics. No. We just state the facts and then facts, and then you can make up your own, own mind. Here's the station ID, if I can get it going. You are tuned into the Habbo Radio Station. Everyone loves JF88 FM. On air, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And online at j-air.com.au. Now, I just want to remind everyone that J-Air needs your membership. Membership keeps us on air for only $54 per year. That's an absolute Matsya, Mendel. Absolutely. $54 per year. Your membership enables us to pay our bills and provide quality radio like the show you're currently listening to. We are quality radio, aren't we, at 10K Radius? And uh, join up via our website, j-air.com.au. What have you got there, Mendel? What do you want to mention? The big news. Yeah. I think it's about a week ago. Uh, yeah. Valet to the great uh tony bennett yeah absolutely yeah what a singer uh, he was uh is he what you would call a crooner one of the crooners one of the american um, songbook rat pack type singers and now can you mention every member of the rat pack <laughs> let's have Sam, let's Sam, have a go sammy, sammy davis jr correct. frank sinatra yeah, dean martin dean martin um maybe one or two others Oh, Doesn't matter. They're the main ones. Yep. But uh, he's got a Jewish connection. I've always tried to find a link with these superstars. And yep. today we talk about the Jewish connection for the late uh, Tony Bennett. Uh, he was born on the 3rd of August, so he just was short oh. of uh, in 1926. Oh, he missed out on a birthday party. Yeah, he would have been 97 next week. On right. He was born uh, on the 3rd of August. 1926 in Queens in now, New York. Now his original name was he couldn't have been Tony Bennett. Not Tony Bennett. It no. was uh, Benedevsky, something like those. <laughs> like Italian parents from uh, Calabria, right? And uh, Tony Benetton. Well, Benetton. It, uh, it's something with Bene- some Benetton. Long B- B- Bene- Benetta. Benetton. Benetton. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Something okay. along those lines. Yeah, uh, and. Growing up in Queens, no doubt he was among a lot of Yiddish boys, and uh, you know he saw the suffering there, not only with uh, the immigrants, but uh, with the Jewish boys at the time. Now, the the fact is, uh, Moshe, in April 1945, he helped liberate a place called Kufering, the concentration camp in Landsberg, Germany. Really? Yeah, he was in the what the which army? Uh, I'll come to that in, in, the, in the US Army US in November 1944 at the age of 18 he was called up to serve in the uh, the United States Army and uh, it also his musical career actually started in the Army because uh, there's a story that um, one of the uh, officers there walked past when he was having a shower and he was singing in the shower and he fa- Heard this fantastic voice, you know, okay. at the age of 18. Yep. That's how he was more or less discovered. He grew up listening to the likes of um, Louis Armstrong and Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby was Jewish, yeah, I think. 
Bing Crosby was Jewish. Maybe. I'm not oh, sure. Well, Bob Hope. One of them was. <laughs> I don't yeah, think so. Matter. But anyway. Uh, and he was, um, he was actually, when you asked me about the what, what part in the army he was, he was in the uh, 255th Regiment. And what did they do? Uh, he, he helped the Allied troops. He was okay. called up for military He most service. probably was very good because uh, he spoke, most probably spoke Italian. Of course he He could did. communicate yeah. with, the, you know, with the Italians over yeah. there. Now, he also has a bit to do with uh, that notorious place, Dachau. That was, uh, you know, as we all know, that the, the horrors of that place. 1933, that was the first Nazi concentration camp. And it was actually a model... Would you believe, Morris, for the 44,000 camps of incarceration that followed? Hard to believe, but this is the figures they came up oh, with. Oh, 44,000 Yeah, because some camps. Was, yeah, yeah. He quotes here. It's hard to believe. He saw things no human being should ever have to see. Right. You know? But he's got a lot to do with that. I'll now, just mention he, more yeah. Jewish connections. Yeah. Uh, he has four children... And one of them, her, his daughter Antonia, 10 years ago did a full Orthodox conversion to Judaism through a Chabad rabbi in San Francisco by the name of Rabbi Yosef Langer. Right. I was just about to say that maybe she's a cousin, but not <laughs> no, Chabad. She's a singer in her own right, right. did a full conversion because she ended up marrying an Israeli guy by the name of Ronen. Hellman, don't know much about him, uh-huh. but uh, there's lots okay, of Jewish well. connections. He uh, ended up getting 19 Grammy Awards yep. and two Emmys, right. and uh, he used the all these Yiddish songwriters and composers throughout his enormous career. These uh, some of them I'll mention here: George and Ira Gershwin. Yep. He was influenced, and uh, yep. lo- they wrote a lot for him. Cy Coleman and uh, Caroline Lee, Cyril Ornard Dunn, Irving Berlin, yep, who was famous, famous for uh, White Christmas. That's it. Yeah, the Yiddish boy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Edward Heyman, you know some of these, and Freddie Fisher. All these had a big Im- All these Yiddish guys from from the Bronx and the Queens uh, contributed to the success. Of Tony Bennett. Well, there was certainly a great. Uh, We're going to play a little stick yeah, of his music in a minute. Try and do that. We've tried to pl- um, put it on the uh, yeah. the system here, but uh, Moisha, let me have a quick uh, look. What I can do, which we'll just yeah. play a short snippet. This will hit you in the heart. can sing, Moisha. Yeah, you certainly can. I hope this is coming through to the listeners. It's the best we can do today with the technical uh, glitch, but uh, live on the Ed Sullivan Show, 1964 this came from. Beautiful song. 
Very smooth voice. I'll just cut it shortly, man. Just say a few more verta for our stick on the, the late Tony Bennett. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful voice. Very mellow. Mm, Beautiful. Um, What were you? You can remember some of his other hits? I I think he did Fly Me to the Moon. Beautiful version of that. Um, I'm not too sure. uh, I'd have to go on to. uh, uh, Oh, what about his work recently with uh, Lady Gaga? Yes. Did a lot of duets. He did a lot of duets with uh, very famous singers. His career spanned seven decades, released more than 70 albums, which won him a host of Grammys and Lifetime Achievement Awards, as I mentioned before. 19 Grammys and two Emmys. Um, uh, He wrote an autobiography, The Good Life, and he quotes... I'll never forget the desperate faces and empty stares of the prisoners as they wandered aimlessly around the campgrounds. Yeah, that's only a, a, a snippet. But uh, we'll miss him. And uh, he retired from performing in uh, two years ago after revealing he had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease uh, back in 2016. And uh, the grandson of immigrants from... Uh, the Italian province of Calabria. Valet Tony Bennett. A good innings, 96. 96, just sort of the 97th, but uh, mm. yes, a wonderful singer. Um, maybe we'll uh, we might get go, on, go on to a joke. What about a good, joke? Just a joke, thing. a vitz, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, an old Jewish woman on her 80th birthday decides to prepare her last will and testament. She goes to the rabbi to show it to him. Who else would you show your will to? And to ask him for advice on a few points. Chief amongst them is her request that she not be buried in a Jewish cemetery. But why, Mrs. Epstein, the rabbi asked, you don't want to be buried with the rest of our people? No, Mrs. Epstein said resolutely. I want to be buried at Bloomingdale's. Because Bloomingdale's is one of the big uh, clothing and other oh, yeah. good Huge. emporiums yeah. in New York. Bloomingdale's, the rabbi said in disbelief. Yes, then I'll be sure that my daughters will visit me at least twice a week. <laughs> that's a, that's, uh, that's a very... Yes, very good. Moisha, before we go into a musical break, let's start on the shout-outs again, as we're doing each week. Some of our regular listeners deserve a little shout-out. And we kick off today, Moisha, with a a landmark in Melbourne, Krauss Foods. We've got the guys listening there most most of the time. Uh, They've been around for donkey's years. 62 Glenira Road in downtown Ripponlea. And that's where you get the best variety of kosher products, Krauss Foods, and also they have the the uh, wholesale business, Dainty Foods. They uh, they have the uh, that if you want to buy bulk, the wholesale division, uh, Krauss Foods. You want to check out what they've got? Look at their website, 
uh, or ring him direct on the shop number 9523-8463. Dainty Foods, Kraus Foods. How long have they been there, Moisha? I reckon from the late 50s, early 60s. Well, I remember, obviously, um, Booby and... Um Michael's father, mm, the late Zagita um, Mensch, and he was a, a wonderful person mm. standing there, yep. controlling, yeah. uh, controlling the gelt at the till. <laughs> he never uh, had any prices on the products uh, at one stage. That'll you, do. You oh, that's know. that's five dollars fifty. Yeah, it's the old Jewish, uh, <laughs> you know, shopkeepers' <laughs> way of dealing. He's copying the Kurup days of North Carlton well, delis. That's right, Mr. Kurup, <laughs> there Kurup. In, the, in North Carlton. No scanning um, in those days. No, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, good luck to them and Cole like a vote for such a bit. Because in those days, there weren't. Coles didn't have kosher products, Woolies didn't have kosher. Then it was Krauss or a few little delis and Cole like a vote, I would say, uh, 60 years. Anyway, someone can ring in and tell us how many years have Krauss Foods been going and uh, wish a muzzle tov, Moishe. Absolutely. We've shopped there for many years. Yeah. They were um, the first to bring in. Um, some of those uh, matzo brands that you don't see, you know, in Australia. We only had Snyder Carmel at one stage. They started bringing in all the, bringing in all the other brands and and all their sweets. Oh, you can go my sugar there. Yeah. It's a bit uh, disconcerting about uh, Glicks closing down in Centre Road, Bentley. Oh, that's we. That was an article we had a few weeks ago, yeah. Moshe. Yeah, yeah, that's turned into one of their um, franchises, Huff Bagelry now. Uh, it's it, it's open seven days a week. That's all I'll say, and uh, it's not Glick's Kosher Bakery anymore. But yeah. it's under, run under their empire. The but Glick's you can empire. still go to uh, Carlisle Street, of course, Carlisle and, and Hawthorne Road. Hawthorne Road, and the third one, Glen Ferry. Glen uh, Ferry. Ferry next to Continental Butcher Shop in the heart of Melbourne, downtown Melbourne. Anyway, how about some music, Morris? Well, let me just uh, one more joke, and then we'll do some music if I can find some music. music. Um, two lawyers, Jonathan and David, head out for their usual nine holes of golf. Jonathan offers David a bet. Let's say we bet $50. David agrees, and they're off. After the eighth hole, David is ahead by one stroke, but cuts his ball into the rough on the ninth. Help me find my ball. Look over there, he said to Jonathan. After a few minutes, neither have any luck. And a lost ball carries a two-stroke penalty. So David pulls a ball from his pocket and tosses it to the ground. I found my ball, he announces. Jonathan looks at him. After all of the years we've been partners and playing together, you cheat me out of a lousy $50? What do you mean cheat? I found my ball sitting right there. And you're a liar too, Jonathan said. I'll have you know I've been standing on your ball for the last five minutes. Boom. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. There you Morris, go. Morris, you know, when I play golf, I wear two pairs of socks. You know why? Why is in that? In case I get a hole in one. Oh, very good. <laughs> and we're going to have some music, brighten up your air of Shabbos. Well, I, I'm clicking on the music library here, and, and, and you're not going to believe this. There's nothing here. There will be soon. We'll find something, Moshe. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll try and Just find something. Just click your music gallery. Well, that's what I've been doing. He and hasn't uh, found. While he's trying to do that, let's give another shout-out, Moshe. All right. SL Fine Kosher Catering. We've got people there listening. They've approached me. They said, give us a shout-out. Mendel, from time to time. Here we go today. We'll give you a shout-out. 
absolute uh, gourmet caterers and uh, they do everything. They even do gluten-free cakes and pastries now, Moshe, because there's a big demand for that, you know, for all these with allergies. I'll give out their phone number. You can ring them and place your order for Shabbos. Uh, professional and, and personalised service, 9532-9000. Moshe, 9532-9000. Give us some of your reflections on Eshel. And I'll give out their uh, the couple of shout-outs to the people working there. Sharon does a fantastic job. And Yinon. You know, Sharon and Yinon, they more or less run the shop there. And if you want to get in touch with Sharon, 0413-487-709. They've been around too now for some time. Do a lot of the Kiddushim around town and the big Simchas. Okay. Fine, kosher catering. I don't know. I better not say. I'm not sure if it's glut because they're not showing it in their uh, pamphlet. So let's mm. let's leave it at that. Okay. Gluten free as well. Cakes and pastries. Get in con- contact with them. They're down in Ripponlea as well. Nine five three two nine thousand. If you want a shout out, please give us a ring. And the phone number here at J Air is nine zero six nine two zero eight six. The SMS is zero four zero four. Double five six nine double eight, and as Moisha mentioned, the membership drive is very important. Absolutely, fifty fifty four bucks a year. Go on to and you get membership. Dash I, I don't know. Do uh, does Robert give us uh, anything extra for the uh, fifty four bucks? It's tax deductible, I think, as a I community. Mean, do, you get, do, you, do, do you get uh, Qantas frequent no, flyer points? Not yet, not yet. No? You might be listening. Give him some ideas. Come, come on, Robert. Get us into the Qantas yeah. frequent flyer point program. Okay, Moshe. Anyway, now, look, today's Friday. So what about if we listen to this? If I can get it on. Mazel Monday morning feels so bad. Everybody seems to nag me Coming Tuesday I feel better Even my old man looks good When they just don't go
that was uh, Friday on my mind. Who, who uh, sang that, uh, Mendel? The great Stevie Wright and the Easy Beats. The Easy Beats. I think Beautiful song. Oh, it's lovely. In the top ten uh, Australian classics of all time. Yeah, absolutely. And we so used it as our theme for a while. And yep. We had James Bond in uh, as us having a spell, but we've yep. gone back to James Bond. No, it's a great little track, bouncy track for air of shoppers while you while you're out shopping for your colours. Absolutely. And your flesh and your whatever. And it's uh, 10.33am on a Friday, 27th of July. 10th of Tamils. Yes, uh, 10th of Av, Menachem What am I doing? And now we're going to go across to you, uh, Mendel, to uh, let us know what happened this day in the Jewish uh, calendar and history. Menachem Av. Menachem Av, the 10th of Av. What happened, Mendel? 28th of July, right? Let's look through the... The timetables of Jewish history, Moshe, yep. as we do each week and reflect on some of these events. Very interesting topics. We've got a, a nation that doesn't remember hasn't got a future, has it? That's what they say about, you know, worldwide. There's two very important concepts mm. in Judaism. One is to remember. Zichronot. Yep. And one is to shamor, to preserve and preserve safeguard. For this. We have to safeguard our principles, our customs, our traditions, the Torah, the principles, the, you know, that are in the Torah, our way of life, and we have to keep remembering, and remember, remember, remember. Transfer onto the young blood. That's it. That's what it's all That's about, it. because we're going to kick the bucket one day. No, I'm not kicking the bucket. <laughs> I'm kicking no buckets. Okay, Moshe, let's have a look. Uh, the 28th of July corresponds to event, an event that happened in a place called, it's very hard to pronounce, in... in uh, Do your best. Yeah, Vilkavaskis, a town in southwestern Lithuania. Right. On this day, according to tradition, Jews were living in... Uh, um, this was... We'll go back to the year 1941 in this town. Yeah. Uh, and on this day, the outbreak of the German-Russian war, war happened, and this town was occupied by the Germans. Most of the Jewish houses, including the synagogues, were destroyed during the fighting. And uh, what happened from today, the 28th of July, back in 1941, the systematic murder of the Jews in Volakaviskus began. At first, about 900 men were murdered, a ghetto was established for the remaining Jews, most of them women and children, in the local barracks close to the mass graves of the executed men. The Jews in the ghetto were killed on the day after Rosh Hashanah, seven weeks later, on the 24th of September 1941. Only a few survived until the liberation. The number of Jews in Vilkaviskis, yeah, after the thaw, after the war remained very low. A very sad event because this town, uh, Jews were living there back in the 14th century and it was a big centre of uh, Yiddishkeit. By the 19th century, a flourishing Jewish community had uh, developed and uh, there was programs there as well. Between 1823 and 1826, no Jews were permitted to settle there at one stage. Uh, because it was very close to the German border under the uh, Tsarist legislation. And um, 
a lot of Jewish industries happened around there. There was a, a, a big uh, Hebrew primary school. But today we paid tribute to the uh, the mass, mass, mass ma- massacre in that town on the um, 10th of Menachem Av, corresponding to the 28th of July, 1941. We'll have a look at some other world events in Jewish history for this date, Moshe, and uh, we'll go to the Chabad.org website. And they're talking about on this day, uh, back in 1994, Moshe, the uh, Arab terrorists, they exploded a bomb in the Jewish community centre known as the AMIA in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Yeah, terrible. Tragic event, yep. which killed 86 and mo- and wounded more than about 350. It was yep. shattering world news in the most lethal attack against any diaspora Jewish community since the Holocaust. It's and a huge di- Jewish community huge. in Buenos Aires. Absolutely. And, that, uh, you know, today we pay tribute to that event. Yep. 1994, the AMIA bombing. I think they they captured some of the, uh, the terrorists. Uh, sure. There was a remember. news article recently that they, well, they knew too, in fact, that were connected. Also on this date, Moshe, the uh, 10th of Menachemav, in the year 69, the Holy Temple burns. The Romans set the temple aflame on the afternoon of Tishabav, which was yesterday, and uh, it, the fire continued to burn through a long this time. day, the Menachem, the tenth yep. of Menachem Av. For this reason, some of the mourning practices of the nine days are still observed today in some Hasidic communities, and then they uh, go into Shabbos in a in a freilicher, uh, mood because yep. the mo- you can't mourn on Shabbos. But keep that in mind. Yeah, the burning continued late into the tenth of Av. Now, but I want to mention something very, very important about the destruction, the Churban of the. Um, Beit HaMikdash the second temple mm-hmm. in 70 CE Correct. now the Roman legion took back to Rome a lot of the temple treasury Correct. Uh, including the menorah Correct. and it's all depicted on the Arch of, Arch of, of Titus yeah, in yeah. Rome yeah. and they say that a lot of, a lot of uh, the treasuries and the menorah are in the underground basements of the Vatican. Also, Moshe, there's a minhag not to walk under the Arch of Titus. Yes. Or nowhere near it. Keep away. Yes. Keep a low profile. Very important. Yep. Now, a lot of the um, treasuries from the Beit Mikdash was so valuable that they actually used money from sale of some of those items to build the Colosseum. Mm, the yeah. Colosseum was built on money that was uh, collected from the destruction of the Second Temple. Now, I want to mention something very important that not many Jews observe, and that is that when the Romans triumphed over an enemy and they came back to Rome... They used to march into Rome to the accolades of the crowd and the crowd used to shout out, hip, hip, hooray. That's where that um, exclamation comes from. So when they destroyed 
the second temple and came back to Rome, they marched into the accolades and the shouting of the Roman citizens, hip, hip, hooray. Now, of course, it's become synonymous that on a birthday you go hip, hip, hooray Mm. three times. Mm. So we Jewish people have a custom that we do not say hip, hip, hooray. Mm. We do not sing it. We do not exclaim it. Mm -hmm. And we should not do it on birthdays or any other simchas. Mm. Get out of the custom of saying hip, hip, hooray, because it's connected with the destruction of the second temple by the Romans. By the Romans, yeah, correct. In 70 CE. In 70 CE. Yeah. What yeah. else have you got what there, else Mendel? We've got here? We look at the year 2005, which is 18 years ago. Yeah. The expulsion from Gaza. It was big yep. news. More than 8,500 Jewish residents were forcibly, forcefully expelled from their homes in 25 towns and settlements in the Gaza Strip, including 16 settlements in the flourishing town of Gash. Kativ in that belt there. Very controversial time in Israel, this. And uh, in northern Shomron in the summer of uh, that year, 2005, as part of the Israeli government's ill-fated disengagement plan. This was yes. with Sharon at the time, the butcher, I think, Moshe. And uh, the 10th of Av was the deadline set by the Israeli uh, government's uh, for all Jews to leave their homes in these areas. Two days later, tens of thousands of soldiers and police officers began the forceful removal of the thousands who refused to leave willingly. The removal, the removal of all Jewish residents from Gash Kativ and the Gaza Strip was completed a week later uh, by the 17th of Menachemav and from northern Samaria a day later. The army completed its withdrawal from these areas on the 8th of Elul after bulldozing all the hundreds of homes and civic buildings in the settlements. And we must mention all the synagogues that, that were demolished as well. You know, it's an incredible, of course, we don't, we, we Jews uh, do not call Ariel no. Sharon the butcher. No, that's the name that was given to, to him yeah. by the Palestinians. Yeah. But. It's an incredible fact. I think I read somewhere it's the only time in history mm. where a country has given back mm. a whole other country in effect, yeah. although yeah. We've, we, we, um, yeah. at the time we, we said that uh, Gaza was also part of uh, the Israel uh, um, well, territory. Yeah. But at the end of the day, to completely uproot mm. every settlement, even all the, s- the cultural and religious yeah. um, scenarios, etc., and, don't and give it back, um, lock, stock, and barrel. And for what? Still and no and I think it's the only time in history that a country's yeah. done it, yeah. and we haven't found any peace as no. a result. And the Jewish dead were uh, disinterned and removed from the cemeteries. Don't forget that. And the. Uh, the synagogues were left standing, but I don't believe that. They've been, uh, you know, I think. Oh, I think they've all been demolished by now or anyway, turn, turned into casinos or something. Uh, I, I don't know. 
whatever. Uh, mosques. The mosques. government's hopes that the disengagement would open up new new opportunities in, ver- in inverted brackets in relations with these uh, the Palestinian Arabs were totally disappointed. No sooner had the last Israeli soldiers departed from the Gaza Strip that Arab mobs began looting, desecrating, and they actually torched all the synagogues. The vacated settlements became the staging grounds for terrorist attack against Israel, including the um, the unremitting rocket uh, fire on the nearby Israeli town of Sederot and the cities and settlements of the western Negev. And it has continued since. And they started building the tunnels with all the money they... Uh, uh, got you know remember the yes, tunnels uh, terrible uh, sh- to- shocking one more item Moisha before yeah. we wrap up history for the 10th of uh, Menachem Av we look back in the uh, in the Tanakh in the year f- 1565 stroke 1564 before the common era Issachar he was the son of Yaakov and Leah and the ninth of the 12 tribes was born on, the, on Menachem Av in uh, in Haran, which is now Syria, is it? I, I believe Haran is in Syria, yes. and that's where uh, Abraham and his family, exactly. his father Terach, they all went now, there. Something interesting, yep. Moshe. He lived to the age of one twenty-two. He beat Moshe by two years. The tribe of Issachar was well known for their Torah scholarship, yep. producing Talmidim Chachamim and many members of the Sanhedrin. The Jewish Supreme Court. Now that's a topic and a half for later on in in ten k radius. But keep that in mind. The tenth of Menachem uh, the the Yom Haledet of Yishachar, the son of Yaakov and Leah. Correct. Now Yishachar, being uh, involved in Torah study, they had to be supported by someone that was in business. Yeah. And could fund it. That's right. So he had a brother. Um, there was uh, the the sons of Leah were uh, one of them was Zevulun. Zevulun, he was and a Zavullin, seafarer, he, and he was a merchant, and merchant. he was a businessman. Like a chef so he was uh, yeah. making the dough, and he was helping uh, his brother Yisachar <laughs> exactly. and providing him with the gelt so that they could sit learning Torah. He was the role model for Diamond Joe. Yes, he. Good thing he Maybe <laughs> maybe he comes from the tribe of Zevulun. I wouldn't anyway. be surprised. Yeah, the Gutnik dynasty. Anyway, go. that's our history, Moshe. That uh, that's still in debate. What uh, Gashkatev, you know? Yeah, the whole Gaza disengagement. Oh boy, yeah. what have we've lived through? Some terrible times. In terrible times and remarkable times. I did say today is Friday, the twenty seventh of July. It's actually the twenty eighth. Twenty eighth, mate. So uh, yeah, it doesn't I'm, matter. I'm living. I, People say I always live in the past. Well, there you go. <laughs> so it's true. That, that wraps up the timetables of Jewish That's history. wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Mendel. Uh, maybe a, a thought for the week. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've yep. got one. You fire away as okay, well. Okay. So they, they say the optimist says we are living in the best of times while the pessimist believes it. <laughs> Good, Moshe. I've got one. What have you got there, Mendel? Well, we're talking about you're talking about wealth and supporting Torah students and all this and that. But the main thing, a mensch mishub, and these three qualities, I reckon. And my father taught me these things: to always go through life with uh, 
Chachma, you know, be a wise man, be a Chacham, right. learn Torah. Right. That's the first uh, yep. bit. Uh, be a Gibur, a valiant, you could describe that. Yeah, Gibur. Someone who's yep. a, um, a hero. Yeah, who doesn't yield to temptation. Yep. Someone is a Gibur, Gibir. And the third one, be a, an Ashir, A S H I R. Uh, you know? Ashir. If you're you, you, you Ashir and your wealth will come by doing mitzvahs. Which are like an Oisha. Yep. Yep. You'll become an Ashir by doing mitzvahs, acts of good deeds known as mayasim toivim. Well, wealth is always not uh, related to material no, wealth. but to that kind spiritual of wealth. Spiritual wealth that you, yep. d- you, you spread throughout the world, making the place a better place, tikkun olam. Yep. And that's what you... Even a smile, uh, putting a smile on someone's face, helping them cross the road, the elderly, seeing if they've got enough food for Shabbos and uh, looking after their heating needs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and, and that's what that's you what do, Mendel. About. You're a very charitable person. <laughs> and you help at Beit Raphael and other organisations. You're so delivering you food to people. You should be blessed and you should have lots of brochas <laughs> and atzlochas. Oh, man, and yourself too and the guns and mishpachas. What else have you got there, Mendel? A shout out today because yep. you just mentioned them, that great organization, Beit Raphael. Yep. Uh, they're here for you. Beit Raphael Bikur Cholim. Bikur Cholim, yep. 24-7 hospital accommodation at Clayton, the uh, Monash Clayton, Cabrini, Malvern, the North Melbourne hospitals of the Royal Children's, Royal, Royal Melbourne, and don't forget the local Alfred down in uh, Commercial Road, Paran. They all cater for overnight accommodation. If you show me Shabbos there, they do a fantastic community uh, yeah, brilliant, absolutely work. brilliant. They go together hand in hand with Hatzola, Hatzola. Uh, and all the other Jewish organisations that are there to help and to, you know, for, with volunteers. Um, Making life easier and bakfemt, yeah. in Yiddish. Yeah. So you don't have the stress of going to find parking spot for your medical and stressing of the traffic. Yeah. You ring this number, 0421. Four zero eight five double two, medical shuttle service, and also don't forget the wheelchair accessibility. Very important. Very important. Zero four two one four zero eight five double two. A big shout out there to Adina, Alan, and uh, Devorolea, also known as DL Gold, who run the show. They do a fantastic work week in, week out, as you see on the road. Seven vehicles. Uh, Zaltov to all of them. Vehicles. And they should only know, as I said before, brochus and atzlochus. Oh, that mate. is blessings and success. Now, you mentioned before, Mendel, about what you learned from your good old uh, dad, Zichroina Livrocha. And I'm, I want to mention that it's very, very important that uh, going through life, you should try and remember something good that both of your parents, your father and mother, taught you just a singular one-off thing that will stay with you for life and will be there to uh, help you through life. And I remember that the, the things that my mother and my father used to say, my mother used to tell me always, do the right thing. 
She was a survivor from the Holocaust, from many concentration camps, including Auschwitz, etc., etc. And she lived a life of uh, Yiddishkeit and bringing up a family in Australia, as many survivors did. And her logo, her motto was, always do the right thing. Of course... Sometimes you're caught between a rock and a hard place and you don't know what's the right thing to do. But uh, at the end of the day, if you, uh, if you stick to the Judaic principles and uh, the ideologies, you'll end up doing the right thing. That was my mother. And my father was He'ashir HaSameach Bechelko. The wealthy, rich person is one that is happy with his, his lot. lot. Yeah. If you are words. happy with what you've got mm. and you're not trying to overextend yourself, mm. you get into debt, mm. you get into situations Stress, you can't get out of, all of this sort yeah. of thing. If you're going to be ha- happy and comfortable with what you've got, you are going to live a... Well, I'm not going to say a stress, a completely stressless life, but certainly you're going to reduce your stress levels, which is obviously a good thing. So uh, that, that's that, that's a good thing to do. Those, Always remember yeah. at least one thing that Every your parents day. taught you. Yeah, and on those lines, who is wise? Someone who learns from others. Who is wealthy? Someone who is happy with what he's got, you know, he can live day to day. And the third one, I can't respect oh, your parents. Well, there Let's you go, you're getting old timers, man. But the other thing is, my late parents, Oliver Sean, they said, Gaya Glacha Veg. That's you it. Know? Go, go, uh, go a straight way. That's it. Don't go. look for shortcuts and loopholes. Yep. Be a mensch. Yep. Langsam, nem langsam. Yep. Anyway, Take I've got your a time. little viz, Vitz, Moishe. Oh, okay. A Vitz is a joke. Uh, go yeah. on. Jaime went for a job interview. It's, everything was, seemed to be going well because before he left, he was told, we would like you to work f- for us. He got the job. We'll give you uh, 30 bucks an hour starting today and in three months' time, we'll increase it up to $45 an hour. So the, the interviewer said to Jaime, so when would you like to start? Jaime answered, in three months. <laughs> right, there you go. Ivy wants forty-five dollars an hour. Yeah. He's not done the start on thirty dollars an hour. That's it. With exactly her, this right. was uh, he was going to get a job at uh, as an accountant and in uh, by Herschel uh, Herschel Goldenberg's accountancy. Voice. Have you got any other vitzes there? We're going to give some shout-outs before we uh, go into the well, next. Well, you got some more shout-outs there. Let's uh, have Andrew. a look uh, before the hour. Before the hour, we're going to give a big shout-out to coming, a real mensch. Up to uh, four minutes uh, to the yeah, hour. I'll so give this guy a very big shout-out. He's a very big supporter of all Jewish charities around Mel- Melbourne in the Cahillas. Clive Massal and. Clive has got a business which uh, known, they're known as MacUlu, M-A-K-U-L-U. You heard of them? MacUlu Services. No, no what are they They're uh, exclusive vehicles, vehicle stir- storage. You know, if you've got an old vintage car or a, a Rolls-Royce or a Porsche. Oh, I don't, have a, I don't have a vintage Rolls-Royce. Or no. an Alta Holden, I don't FJ. even have a new Rolls-Royce. You get personal... Exclusive vehicle 
storage under the personal supervision of uh, this real mensch, Clive Massell, and uh, he's he's been awarded multiple concourse winners, uh, secure. Uh, He's got a big secure warehouse down in there, there in Moorabbin. You can have short term or long term. Uh, can free, you, ha- can, hey, you, can fr- you have medium term? Yeah, free scratch proof dust covers. Uh, there's a commu- communal hoist if you want to do some re- repairs there. He, he's got some mechanics he can refer you to. Clive Marcel. Wow. S- yeah, in Ebden Street, Moorabbin, 0401. Five two three seven one three. He listens when he can, when he can, when he's not too busy with the geschäft. Give them a ring, and uh, for all your s- storage, uh, for your exclusive cast storage, Makulu Services. It's a South African name. They've been here for some time now. Okay, very Mac good. Ulu. It's a lovely service. It is. Well, we're coming up uh, to the hour, and we'll. Uh, uh, I've uh, had a text from uh, from the boss. Good. Uh, I'm not talking about Robert. I'm talking about Gary, Gary. co uh, broadcaster. Yes. And I've let him know to uh, ring in uh, after the hour. Good. And we can have a bit of a um, a conversation, a schmooze with uh, Gary. Yep. And uh, just to remind you, you're listening to 10K Radius, and uh, we'll be back on the hour or just after the hour at 11 a.m. This is uh, Meishi and uh, Mendel from 10 Car Radius. What do you want to say, Mendel? We'll just Mendel? tell the listeners what's yeah. coming up, but we've got a huge marathon. Oh, the next hour is going to be incredible. We've got uh, Yiddish for the Vach. We mustn't forget it. Yeah, absolutely. We've got uh, PAW, Parish of the Week. Yeah. We've got the shout-outs. We've yep. got what's around the shtetl, what's around the shores. And, of course, don't forget Twadham. Straight up it's after the be a big one this break. week. Yep, don't forget Twatum. All the best to you. We'll see you on it, and after the hour at eleven AM. And that'll be with the Bond Gee, theme. Eighty eight FM. J-Air is sponsored by Rode, the world's leading audio technology brand for creators. From musicians and filmmakers to podcasters and broadcasters. Designed and made in their precision manufacturing facilities in Sydney and highly regarded worldwide. J-Air 88FM. to J-88FM, Australia's only Jewish community radio station, and on the web, j-air.com.au, and you're back with 10K Radius, 
with uh, Macy and Mendel. Sorry, I uh, had the uh, speaker away from my uh, face there for a while, Mendel. M&M. M&M, and uh, Gary's been uh, on the... Uh, has texted me that he's uh, going to uh, ring in. So, Gary... Uh, Please do so uh, whenever you're ready. We'll have a bit of a schmooze with the boss. Uh, I won't call him the boss of bosses. I think that's uh, Assist- that's a bit too much. Assistant station manager does a fantastic well, job. Well, assistant station... What does he have to do to become from an assistant station manager to become station manager? That's, that's the hierarchy. Does he have to a- bribe someone or something? <laughs> I don't know. But here we are back with... 10k radius every friday 10 till 12 noon yep and uh you're kicking it off with twitter and the bond theme gets us in the mood So we're back again, uh, Mendel. Oh, hold on, the phone's ringing. This could be Gary. Just uh, bear with me for one second, Mendel. Can you uh, can you continue there with something? Thank you. Certainly, Moisha. As uh, Morris answers the phone, a couple of events happening around town. Keep this in mind. The the Fagelin family are having a family gathering stroke reunion Sunday the 6th of August. That's Sunday week in Caulfield at 3pm. If you w- would like to attend or you're part of that mishpacha, the Fagelin family has long history with Melbourne Jury back in the Shepparton days and prior to that. Please get in touch with Atita on 0417 505 and you can go along to a wonderful afternoon celebrating the uh, family reunion of the Fagelins. A huge family and a pillar of Melbourne Jury. Absolutely, absolutely. Now we've got uh, Gary. Uh, Gary, are you there? Hello. Good morning, Gary. We can't hear you. Oh, I'm not saying anything. That's why. Oh, you're on board. Gary, welcome back. Are we going through here? Bigger pardon? Are we on air? You're live on air, Gabrielle. And, uh, oh, yeah, bro. I'm Shabbat getting nervous. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. How was your tissue about? So, are you in bed or are you walking around on two feet or what are you doing? Can't hear you. You can't hear me. Uh, Morris's microphone must be down low. You can hear me clearly, Gary? I can hear you, Mendel. Yep, Morris will adjust his volume and away you go. Do what I need to do. What about now? Hello. Hello, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Beautiful. Okay, wonderful. Like a... I had my mic down. 
but now, uh, Gary, so uh, you've been taking the tabletin, uh, all of your tablets, you know, the lotions, the potions, the syrups, the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Have, have yeah. uh, you had a rub down? Have you had a massage? I mean, uh, you know, no, all the good things. It's too cold to take off your clothes. You what, sorry? It's too cold to take off your clothes. Yeah, that's true, absolutely. But listen, when are you going to be coming Swap back? It's, uh, probably next week. Probably next week. It probably means yeah, uh, it's not 100%. Ticket. Gary, don't forget the lotto, the winning ticket. Your turn, mate. I was uh, about to uh, ask you, is it my turn? Yeah. Yes, it is your turn, and it's about time you uh, you contributed some uh, some winnings there, Gary. Uh, I'm working on you, it. You don't feel confident? Oh, every time I buy a ticket, I feel confident of winning the first prize. Now, uh, well, Gary, prize. now that you're on... Um, maybe you can contribute to the program a little bit. Um, what do you want to say? I've got a joke. Self? All right, let's hear a joke from uh, from uh, Gavriel. Um, go for it. This is from the Jewish Humour Facebook group, which has 224,000 members. Wow. And it's a, that, that, that's a about the same members as the uh, MCC. You know the <laughs> Melbourne Cricket Club? is the largest membership club in the world. And you're telling me that this this group has got the same number of members. Yeah, but they all can't get into the MCG. No, I realise that. But there again, look at the numbers. That's incredible. Anyway. Okay. You've, got, go you've, the you've got the floor. I've got the floor. One afternoon, Max comes home from work to find total mayhem. Is that Max, uh, our Max? Uh, different Max. Right. Pepsi Max. Okay, Pepsi Max. Go on. One afternoon, Max comes home from work to find total mayhem. His two young children are in the front garden, soaking wet and playing with the garden hose. There's food all over the lawn, garbage spilled everywhere, and some of their plants have been pulled up and are lying on the footpath. Front door to their house is wide open, there's no sign of the dog. As Max, Pepsi Max, enters his house, he finds an even bigger mess. The tables are lying on their sides, all the vases have been knocked over and wet flowers are on the floor. The armchair cushions are lying around and the carpet is stained with one of the children was sick. The TV is blaring and the children's room is strewn inches deep with toys and clothes. Max goes into the kitchen and finds a sink full of unwashed dishes. And from the morning's breakfast, none of the food has been cleared. Fridge door is wide open and there's dog food on the floor. He's worried now and heads up the stairs to look for his wife, Faye. Boy, Faye. He has to step over yet more toys and piles of clothes. He's worried Faye might be ill or even worse. As Max passes the bathroom, water's trickling under the door and into the hall. He peers inside and sees wet towels, spilt bath oils, his shaver lying on the floor and toothpaste smeared everywhere. He turns off the bathtub and rushes to his bedroom, where there he finds Faye. She's curled up in bed, still in her pyjamas and reading a book. She smiles at him and says, How did your day go, darling? Max looks at her bewildered and asks, What happened here today, Faye? She again smiles. You know, every day when you come home from work and you ask me what in the world I did do today, yes, he replies, 
Well, today I didn't do it. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, yeah, well done. Gary, 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 yeah. You still, still got it, Gary. Oh, right. I only read it off. I, I'm not saying what you got, but whatever it is, you still got it. Anyway, Gary, uh, a pleasure to talk to you. Rafur Shalema from all the crew. Rafur Shalema. Jair from Robert and all the gang and Sion and from Eminem. We want to see you back in the studio live next week, Gary. Absolutely. Plenty of chicken soup. Plenty of chicken soup, mate. Plenty of chicken oh, yeah, soup. And, uh, yes, and uh, a schnapps, maybe. Yeah, I reckon a whiskey would yeah. go down very well, maybe with a yeah, cracker with some schmaltz herring, gefilte fish. That's a with chest infection. The chicken soup and lochon, some uh, roast chicken, potatoes, vegetables. Yeah, yeah you know. You know, Gary? Yeah. Oh, just some news you might have heard it during the week. Yom Haledet Mick Jagger. 80 years, Kanana Hori, turned this 80 week. years, yeah, Mick Jagger. Yeah, oh, the, oh, Mick. Mick Jagger. You know, McDonald's bringing out a burger to celebrate his 80th. It's called the Mick Jagger, and it's in the shape of his lips, his big fat lips. You know, he's got his those lips and, and a tongue coming the out. Mick, the Mick Jagger, 80 years, and still rocking. He's, he's a, unbelievable. He's a, trash connection he, he's a great grandfather. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's still. He's Hendon There's Hendon Swansea. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear the valet to Tony Bennett at the start of the show? Did you hear what? Valet. We did a valet to Tony Bennett. Oh, Tony Bennett and Sinead O'Connor died. Yeah, I won't mention her, but I'll <laughs> mention Tony Bennett. Anyway, get all the best, mate. We've got to get through it. Okay. Thank you, friends. I've got the shoppers, and uh, we'll see you Mirza uh, Hashem, as we say. A Woche von Hand. A Woche von Hand, and you'll be back here, all smiles and all raring to go. <laughs> and a pay increase as well. That's it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll make sure you get uh, a pay increase. Yeah, we've got as we earn nothing, uh, anything over uh, zero is already a pay increase. Gary, we've got $18 in the kitty to split with you next week. I'll give yeah. it, okay, well, I'll, I'll contribute this time. Okay, mate. Okay. Take care. Shabbat shalom. All the best. Shabbat shalom. Bye. Thank Bye. you, Well, there you go. That was... Uh, Gabriel. That was Gary. Uh, very nice to hear from him. And uh, we look forward to seeing him uh, next week in the studio. Um, Mendel, where are we up to? We're up to Twadham. Uh, the the Twadham. Let, let, me, let me make Robert happy. Uh, we'll pl- we'll pl- play this for a second. You are tuned into the Habo radio station everyone loves. JR 88 FM. FM. On air 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And online at j-air.com.au. Um, okay, we're uh, we're back again. Any music to bring you in, Moshe, um, or we'll leave we'll leave it this way. On the Twatum, yes, yeah. absolutely, we have this absolutely. Beautiful intro. Thank you. You're on the ball, Mendel, and keeping me on the ball, and here we go. It's Good News Week, Hedgehoppers Anonymous. Dropped a bomb somewhere Contaminating atmosphere And blackening the sky It's good news week Someone's found a way To give the rotting dead A will to live Go on and never die 
So another week of Twatham. Now look, uh, we could start off with Israel, what's going on there with all of the demonstrations and the protests against the judicial judicial system overhaul and uh, the passing of the reasonableness law. Um, that went through. That went Monday, through, and uh, the, the protesters and demonstrators are saying that after Tisha B'Av, they're going to uh, up the uh, the ante. They're going to have more protests and demonstrations. They're going to uh, have more people out on the streets. I'm just hoping that uh, they temper the way they do protest, and they don't upset the uh, social cohesion of the country by blocking. Um, infrastructure, the roadways, the highways, the airports, etc., etc. Um, they should have the dem- democratic right to protest, but at the same time, um, let's not uh, have protests that uh, that damage the uh, the social and economic fa- fabric of the country. Moisha. Uh, the news I've got overnight is that thousands of doctors and reservists are, uh, are, are protesting. A lot of doctors work, working overseas may not come back. Yep. Uh, Air Force 700 reservists say no, they're not going to uh, put up with this. They're in protest as well. And uh, some of them are calling his Bibby's... Uh, is ruining the country with his dictatorship now that the words and his Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, there, all of the <laughs> all, all these uh, look, all of these terminologies are being used. Yeah. It's not good. Not good uh, in terms of the country and especially in terms of a face yeah. for the rest of the world. On the world stage, um, and bad. also our enemies, mm. and we've got plenty of them, who are using Sweden. all of this mm. to uh, celebrate mm. um, this sort of situation. I'll just mention and, one uh, thing else, yep. Moshe. If yep. there was an election now, he would lose, I'm sure. There's more protesting. You know, they're saying for yeah, sure. Yeah, but, but, but it's all about how the parties all come yep, together in terms of hearing, coalitions, etc., etc. It's a... You know, it's uh, it's got almost got a force of its own the way these elections uh, pan out. True. But anyway, uh, let's go on to a few other news items okay. here in Australia. For example, the uh, ex-principal of Adas uh, Girls School, Malka Leifer. We've we almost forgot about her. What's happened? Um, well, she's now coming up for sentencing on August the twenty fourth. It's been a long time coming. Um, and uh, she's going to follow the sentencing by video link from the Dame Phyllis Frost Centre Women's Prison in Melbourne. And uh, it's going to take place from 9.30am on Thursday, August the 24th. And, uh, of course, she's uh, been found guilty of 18 out of the 27 mm. charges that were laid against her. Um, well, we'll see, uh, we'll see what the sentencing... Uh, what the sentencing is, and yep. uh, she's 56 at the moment. So, oh, um, listen, Moshe, I've, you know, I've had first hand uh, 
I've met two of the uh, victims firsthand. I can't mention any names yep. from years ago. What they went through was... Oh, it would have been horrific. Absolutely. Plus, their marriages broke down. They they went out of the Haredi community and uh, they had no faith in, in that. And it really is sad. It hits me very badly, the yep. news about her. Well, of course... Uh, in formulating his sentence, Judge Mark Gamble is going to uh, take into uh, account a number of factors, including that she's already uh, been in custody in Israel for mm. 52 days, mm. not a long time in mm. terms of the total sentence, but still, uh, that was uh, in 2014, mm. and she's uh, already been in home detention for an extra 608 days, which is uh, almost two years, mm. so... Uh, He's going to take that. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of other factors um, that she feigned, feigned her mental illness mm-hmm. in a bid to avoid extradition to Australia. The, and uh, I mentioned, yeah, uh, mentioned the health minister in Israel, Lis- Lisninsky yeah, or someone. Yeah. He, he, he was... Uh, he was behind that. The money under the table. Yeah, you know, there's a lot that went on. Dodgy but, deals. Yeah, and but, yeah go he, on. And uh, it wasn't good for the world, uh, for us Yidden, you know. Yeah, exactly right. Now, the interesting thing is that here, police have reopened an investigation into the circumstances under which Malka Leifer's exit from Australia was facilitated in 2008. Um, they were going to um, not go ahead with such an investigation, but from all reports, uh, they've re- reopened that investigation into mm. those circumstances. Mm. So this sort of drags on and yeah, uh, yeah. it's not a good look for uh, for us here in Melbourne in terms of the uh, the non-Jewish uh, community and even with the, within the Jewish community. Now, there's a, a group that's been formed called J7. Um, now, it's a group of uh, major Jewish organisations uh, including in six uh, countries plus Australia. So the Executive Council of Australian Jewry has joined these major Jewish organisations in six other countries to form this group, J7, obviously seven members, uh, and it's a community task force against anti-Semitism. So um, this, is a, this is very, very important. Um, these... Uh, this, this J7 is going to organise working groups comprised of subject matter experts from each community to develop strategies and action plans within areas such as policy and advocacy, tech policy, security, extremism and education against anti-Semitism. We know that it's a global phenomenon and it requires a global response. And here we've got a now a group of seven um, leading countries, and um, and they're going to form, and they have formed this group, and um, they'll meet period peri- peri- periodically. <laughs> that Ooh, took a while couldn't get that out um, by virtual technology, yep. and for the first time in person at the Anti Defamation League's 2024 Never is now summit in New York at the beginning of March next year. So they're all going to get together then in March of next year in New York. 
and Kolakavot to them to tackle the rise in global anti-Jewish hatred. Um, the next item for uh, review is um, is let's have a look. Uh, oh well, we talked about Malkalifa. There's another one that's coming up now. Be careful there's, who you mention. No, names I'm not actually so going. I'm not going to actually yeah. mention names, but there is another another uh, person. Um, who has been extradited from the United States and um, he's facing alleged offences that date back to the 1980s that occurred in the Melbourne suburb of St Kilda East. He has appeared before the Melbourne Magistrates Court mm. on Thursday, the July the 20th, and he's been officially charged with three counts of indecent assault and one count of sexual penetration of a child over 12 and under 16. Terrible. Roger, does it mention the Yeshiva Centre? In it the doesn't area? say Yeshiva. It, uh, it does mention the name. He was I a won't teacher mention. at one stage. Could we, have been. We won't say any more. We won't say any more. Because but, it's all uh, alleged. He has, been, he has been granted bail, mm. uh, albeit under strict conditions. Yep. And uh, the court has scheduled a subsequent hearing on September the 15th of this year. So uh, oh, that's, that's, another, no, that's, that's, no, that's no good. A, that's yes. another one after the Malkalifa scenario. The, We've got another one. I just yeah on that bad news. Here's the good news came out of Israel this week. Israel in and Vietnam signed a trade agreement, where, and when this is going to boost trade for Israel fifty percent with that agreement. You you were mentioning it before we went on air, Moisha. Yeah. That's a great achievement. I, rec- oh, I reckon now they're going to get lokshin for the chicken soup, the noodles. <laughs> yeah. What about those spring- Vietnamese noodles last week into yeah. the chicken soup? Maybe they can get in a share, be shareholders in uh, Bumba. You talked about Yeah, Bumba. that's right. Yeah, yeah, the number one brand in the wow, world today. that was interesting, that little yeah. segment last week. Now, the Executive Council Australian Jury... Um, they have uh, they've raised concerns that the government's proposed ban on Nazi symbols doesn't go far enough. Now, I did mention this previously. You know that the bans, uh, they're just too narrow. Um, and they've made their views known to the Parliamentary Joint Committee on Intelligence and Security. And, uh, and uh, Peter Wortham, the co-CEO of uh, the ECAJ, says the bill has some serious shortcomings. Um, the ban only applies to two Nazi symbols, the Hakenkratz and the SS symbol, and uh, it doesn't stop trading in Nazi memorabilia. Um, and all the and um, all the other displays of Nazi uh, symbols and gestures. Uh, which are a threat to our way of life and to the freedom, safety and security of all Australians, not just Jews, it doesn't cover. It doesn't cover all of that. So I think uh, the ECAJ, the Executive Council of Australia jury, is making the right move here in standing up and telling both federal and state governments that they haven't moved far enough in banning all symbols and gestures of a Nazi um, uh, flavour. In uh, Adelaide this week, Moshe, I was hearing a Nazi party uh, doing some mishigas there, saying that by voting yes, it's uh, 
it's favouring the Jews and this and that. Did you pick up something on those lines? In Adelaide, they're saying a vote, yes, if their referendum, you yeah. know, is uh, is all created by the Jews. It's and and there's something on those lines. I, I, I don't understand mm. why Adelaide and maybe mm. someone can ring in mm. on nine zero six nine. 2086 or send us a text on 0404 Adelaide South Australia has become a hotbed mm. especially in the university mm. uh, of anti-Semitism uh, oh, yes. um, I'm just trying to work out why it is so much in Adelaide Can you, have you got any idea Mendel? There was a group of Nazis in Horsham Yeah and uh, it's not, you know, it's not, not far you know, from over the border. They might be sort of heading down that way. But we'll stay tuned. We'll have more next week on that. Yep. I'll look into it. We'll, we'll just uh, say one more uh, twatum and Before then we might go to some shout outs, etc. And music. And a little bit of music. A little bit of music. Um, we'll just uh, do a twatum in a different way this week, a little bit, and then we'll go come back to it. Yep. Um, it appears that the former US President Donald Trump. Uh, he got a set of ancient oil lamps um, from Israel and uh, there's been, uh, well, they've tried to get these lamps back. Um, it's uh, taken some time, but he says now he's going to return the set of ancient oil lamps. Um, now, the Israeli Antiquities Authority has been asking for the return of the lamps for months to no avail. Um, there was a guy called Saul Fox, a Jewish Republican donor who gave Trump the priceless items. And uh, this guy is based in California. He's a major donor to the Israel Antiquities Authority. And uh, he asked the authority to present Trump with the lamps at the White House Hanukkah party in 2019 to thank him for his Israel policies. And uh, But I, I think that uh, he wasn't meant to keep them. <laughs> but anyway, he took it as being that, uh, thank you very much, uh, I'm going to keep these. But That's now uh, they're saying, uh, nah, we want them back. <laughs> so uh, he was uh, umming and ahhing about this. and uh, But anyway, he says he's going to return the set of ancient lamp oil lamps to the Israel Antiquities Authority, and uh, hopefully that'll be the end of the matter. Dangerous Donald. They call him. Well, there so you go. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you, get, you get a present, you don't give it back. Yeah, um, let's play a song and we'll come back to Twatum and we've got a few other things to do. Um, maybe a Hebrew song. What about that, yeah, Mendel? Yeah, I know. Something um, Labadee. This one is caught. Now, I've, I haven't played this before, so I don't know what it's going to be like. It goes for three minutes and five seconds. It's called Ulay. Ulay means perhaps. That's what Ulay means in Hebrew. So here we go. Hello, what's we happened hope to you? It's playing, and if it's not, we'll we'll go to well, a shout out. Well, it is, but it uh, doesn't seem to be. Doesn't uh, seem oh, to be playing. Oh, oh, here we go. I, I didn't, didn't have the. Uh, Shake it. 
Great song, Mendel. Olay, perhaps. Israel's top pop singer was in Melbourne this week, Aviv Geffen, to a sound show. I don't know much about it. If the Jewish News published any review, he's Uh, very popular. Yes. He's a protester as well. He got arrested. I mentioned it on Jair the other week. Yes, uh, with, the Jewish um, News did mention it. Bob uh, Dylan's son and him are very good mates, but he's supposed to be the superstar of Israel at the moment. Fair enough. Um, We're back. We're back. We're back with uh, Twatum. Part two, Twatum. Part two. So I'll just go through some interesting uh, items that you won't normally see in the media. Um, uh, President Biden is mulling uh, mulling over a security pact between the US and Saudi Arabia that would include a normalization deal between Israel and Saudi Arabia. Um, and uh, if that happens, it's going to force Prime Minister um, Bibi Netanyahu to cho- maybe choose between his right-wing government and regional peace, according to the New York Times' Thomas Friedman in an article published on Thursday. Biden's National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan was and may still be in Saudi Arabia to explore such an understanding. Such a deal would probably hinge on a two-state solution with the Palestinians and a NATO-style security treaty by which the US would come to, South, uh, to, uh, come to Saudi Arabia's defence if it was likely to be attacked by Iran. Saudi Arabia would look towards receiving aid in a civilian-style nuclear program receiving United States advanced weapon systems 
whilst the US would be seeking a, reduc- a uh, reduction in uh, Saudi Arabian Chinese relationships and enter the Yemen crisis and significant Saudi Arabia financial assistance to the Palestinians. So uh, let's see what happens there. Uh, the US is pushing towards deals with Saudi Arabia and uh, this may lead into uh, normalisation deals with Israel but I would suggest that this has got a long, long way to go. Uh, Another item, uh, Palestinian um, Authority President Mahmoud Abbas and Hamas leader Ismail Haniyeh held talks in Ankara, Turkey during the week uh, and on Tuesday night and then on Wednesday with Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan in his presidential palace. It was the first meeting between the two Palestinian leaders since July 2022 when they met in Algeria. They then talked about achieving unity but failed to make progress. This comes ahead of a July 30th conference of several Palestinian factions to be held in Cairo, Egypt. Given the divisive agendas of the various Palestinian factions, it is unlikely to lead to a Palestinian national unity structure. Next item, um, we've got a, uh, an Iranian pro-regime publication, Tuznin News, has claimed that in the northern province of Gilan, there's been found a Baha'i spy network related to a Zionist centre. A number of arrests were made, Iran's religious regime has persecuted has persecuted Baha'is for decades. The charges appear to be completely factitious and are a further attempt to slander and smear the Baha'i minority in Iran. Baha'i gods in Haifa yeah. is something to believe. Uh, yeah. Have you been to the... Uh, to their temple there? Well, it wasn't allowed to centre. go in. I've yep. been right around the gardens. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful property. Beautiful. Large gardens and uh, glorious. Yes, yeah, so uh, because of that, because they're centred in Haifa, mm. obviously the Iranians have been uh, persecuting mm. them yeah. in Iran there for some time. You know this burning of the, uh, of the well... The threat to burn a Torah in Sweden. In uh, Sweden, yes. Um, and now um, there's been burnings of the Koran in Europe, mm. and etc., etc. So um, there's now uh, an ultranationalist group called Danish Patriots. They're threatening to burn the Koran in front of Turkish and Egyptian embassies in Copenhagen, and um, yeah, now and now. There's another threat of burning a Torah again in Sweden. Uh, I read this in, in the, on the news, and uh, I don't understand it. Why are, Swe- are Swedish authorities allowing this? It's just, it goes against uh, international law. The United Nations General Assembly condemns violence against holy books as a violation of international law. So I don't get it. It's just uh, beyond uh, the pool of um, common sense. Anyway, um, going on to further, um, right. Um, Twatum, you're listening to yeah. on, on 10K Radius, JA88FM. Don't forget the membership drive, j-air.com.au. 
AU, $54. Uh, that's thro- three times high. It's a Matsia, and you're supporting this great uh, community radio station. J-Hair.com.au. Thank you, Mendel. And uh, you spoke uh, just before about the medical professionals who in Israel, most of them have been trained overseas Mm. and uh, because of the upheaval in Israel, uh, threatening or even deciding not to come back. But the medical professionals in Israel, they have gone onto a WhatsApp um, and are looking to... Uh, opportunities to relocate from Israel to overseas locations. There were some 3,000 inquiries on WhatsApp um, over the last few weeks, and that represents 10% of all working physicians in Israel. So even if a few hundred of them left, um, the medical profession um, authorities are saying this would have damning effects on healthcare and the healthcare mm. system in Israel. So uh, hopefully this won't eventuate. Um, let me have a look at a few other things here. Do you know that on Tisha B'Av, do- dozens of worshippers, dozen, dozens of worshippers sat at the gravesite of slain former Prime Minister Yitzhak Rabin mournfully chanting Echa, the Book of Lamentations, on Tisha B'Av. In what has become now an annual tradition to, um, to link the 1995 assassination of Rabin with senseless hatred amongst mm. Jews that contributed to the destruction of the temples some 2,000 years ago. Um, so now with the, uh, after the reasonableness law uh, lip- limiting the Supreme Court's power of judicial review was passed in the Knesset, which opponents claim will transform the country into a dictatorship. Most of the workers stated that compromise is what we need to yep. meet in the middle, yep. and most people are people who prefer prefer to meet the to uh, the middle way. But uh, there you go; they uh, dozens of workers sat at the gravesite of uh, Yitzhak Rabin, Zichrona Livrocha, mournfully chanting Eicha. Moshe, on that note too, we must mention the, 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 I would say thousands that went up on the Temple Mount on uh, Tishubav, including uh, Itamar Ben-Gavir, and that's caused a lot of uh, controversy, hasn't it? Yes, absolutely. And that's the third time he's been up there. I think it fuels stuff for the the Arabs, you know, going up there. What do you think? Well, it obviously, does. it always you know, results it, in it always um, rockets uh, coming over. Yeah, because one came over from Jenin after that event yep. on uh, last night, struck a community farm, I believe, in northern Israel. Moshe, yeah, they they they're looking for these events to fuel the uh, the hatred. You know, <coughs> <coughs> sorry about that. Anyway, that's exactly. my that's my comment on 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 the Temple Mount, Moshe. Well, in regards to the Temple Mount, we had the Likud lawmaker, M.K. Amit Halevi. He had a proposal last month to divide the Temple Mount into two zones. <laughs> Excuse me. You need a whiskey. Uh, yeah, I, I need a, uh, a schnapps. Um, a section for Muslims in the, uh, uh, in the southern area where the, um, the Muslim um, mosque is. And uh, in the centre and northern sections for Jews, 
uh, and he's uh, invited secular Jews to come to the Tent or Mount mm. in order to increase moral standings amongst non-observant Jews. Halevi was referring to Israel's military personnel who announced they would not participate in reserve duties and doctors who went on strike across Israel after the Knesset voted 64 nil to pass into law a crucial part of the judicial overhaul legislation. Now, you know why it was 64 nil. Because 64 is the number mm. of the government coalition That's right. members. That's right. And because the opposition, everybody else, actually left the chamber, mm. the Knesset chamber, uh, well, they couldn't, they didn't vote. So it was 64 nil. Um, there you go. It was reported, actually, that many secular Jews decided to fast on Tisha B'Av in mourning over the judicial overhaul. Well, there, there's world-breaking Isn't news. that incredible? That is incredible, Moshe. Well, it is. Uh, well, oh. I suppose that's, that's one positive, that yeah. many secular Jews actually decide to fast on Tisha B'Av. Mm. Hopefully it'll be for different reasons. Um, now... Um, do you want to uh, do a few uh, shout-outs yeah, and, uh, why not, and around the week. community and so forth? Yep, you finished Twadham's Complete? Well, uh, I've just got two last ones, well, we'll have let's a break. do some uh, shout-outs and community of stuff. Of course, have a break, and we'll get yep. back to the last two items on right. Twadham. Go it's on, a Mendel. marathon today on Twadham. Yep. Uh, let's give a couple of shout-outs, because one's to a birthday boy this week. He celebrated his Yom HaLedit. Bernie Stone from Ballarat, still lives in Ballarat. He's a stalwart of the Ballarat. Uh, was secretary for many years, board member for so many years, and his late father, Oliver Shalom Marcus, was bulk filler there for many years and a justice of peace. Happy birthday, Bernie Stone. Shout-outs to the following. We'll go quickly through Happy them. birthday, yep. Uh, Shout-out to Sam Green, listens every week, and don't forget uh, Sam Green and the Time Machine every Sunday night on J-Air, 88 FM from 9pm. Isaac Neslaw from Marabin, Shabbat Shalom to you and to Diane and the whole family. Regular, doesn't miss the show. Isaac listens every week. Jack Eckstein, Caulfield North, Shabbat Shalom. Yep. Also from Caulfield North, a lovely couple, Jack and Esther Schneier. Shabbat shalom to you both. Jeff Gordon, one of our staunch listeners again, he's uh, told me last week he's just paid up his membership and he loves listening to the show. Shabbat shalom to you. Uh, Marty, Marty Abraham, I think you've met Marty. He's been in the studio, big right. promoter around yep. town, and he's with the People's Choir and doing a lot of uh, musical events at the uh, Dutch Club in Carnegie. We'll talk about that over the next few weeks. Steve Smith. Shabbat Shalom to you. I get to Yid, Steve Smith. He's residing now at Emmy Monash in Caulfield North. Lovely guy, Steve Smith. And the last one, yep. Rosie from Elwood. I know she listens, not so much ringing much lately on the phone. Rosie from Elwood, Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. And just lastly, uh, I saw uh, John Misalowski oh, at one a function, of uh, one of our regular listeners. A shout out to you and... Uh, have a uh, uh, good and Shabbos, John, and, and to uh, Lynn, keep on listening. Lynn, the Vab and the Mishpacha. Well, there you go. The Guns of Mishpacha. A few announcements. Um, you've got uh, a course that's uh, being run by Hatzola on Sunday, the 3rd of September, 2023, at 5pm, offering uh, accredited and non-accredited first aid training. To register your interest or for more information, 
uh, go on to info at atsola.org.au. That's the first announcement. Um, now, the second announcement is there is a community service grant uh, named in honour of Jenny Goldberg, the Bene Brit Melbourne Mitzvah Lodge. Uh, it's 2500 bucks, uh, Mendel. Not a bad effort. Um, and you can apply for this uh, service grant. They're open to Jewish residents of Victoria, aged 18 to 35, who have got outstanding commitment to the community and volunteer work. Um, the grant recipients must use the grant to improve their volunteering capacity and hence the community at large. Applications close Sunday the 20th of August um, and you've still got time to get it in and uh, the annual grant honours the memory of the late Jenny Goldberg uh, and her commitment to... Uh, Work, support and friendship to Melbourne Mitzvah Lodge B'nai Brit. Inquiries, you can uh, ring Jer- Jerry Pierce on 0402 or um, email uh, jerry at marcqui.com or just ring B'nai Brit on 95230888. The next announcement that we have is just going very quickly onto them. Uh, Netflix's Jewish matchmaker, Aliza Ben Shalom. You can hear her story um, and she'll give you a few secrets into uh, matchmaking, Mendel. Yeah, um, service. That might be uh, good for me and you. Anyway, all are welcome for Inspiring Night. It's going to happen at Caulfield Shul. It's a one-off on Thursday, the 31st of August at 8 p.m. Um, and uh, you go on to trybooking.com forward slash C for Charles, J for John, M for Mendel, M for Meishi, Y for... Yacht. For what? For a yacht. For a uh, yeshiva. A yeshiva. There you go. Um, another uh, one announcement is Hevra Atzola. Of course, in a medical emergency, call 1800 613 613. 24 hours a day, they're open, always there for you. Yep. Um, and the one next more for kosher meals on wheels before we yeah, go on, Mendel. Absolutely. We uh, give them a shout out each week. Zero four. Seven four two one five double nine six. Go onto their website, Kosher Meals on Wheels, one word dot org dot au. A vital community service, and we deliver all around Victoria to the elderly, to the housebound, the sick, and those in hospitals. Give them a call. I'll repeat the number: zero four seven four two one five double nine six. Now, just some muscle tolls, uh, Mendel, just a couple of them. A muscle toll to Brad Kaplan. He played his milestone 200th senior game for Ajax last Saturday. And uh, muscle toll to you, Brad. A second muscle toll goes to uh, Jake Girdwood-Reich. Muscle toll uh, to you, Jake. Jake, is, uh, a pl- he plays for Sydney FC. And... Uh, so uh, he's going to, uh, he's 19 years of age and he's now uh, extended his contract. And um, 
What else can uh, I say? Yes, Mendel? Yeah, you've got to talk more into the microphone. It oh, wasn't sorry. coming through. Yep. Sorry yeah, that's about that. That's much better. 100% better moisture. We've got about 10 minutes left on the show, so we've got a bit of Yiddish to go All through. All right, go on and to the... And the rest of Twatum, if you've got yeah, the remaining... Yeah, go on to Twatum. the Yiddish. Yiddish, because we've missed it for five weeks, Aye and people vai. are missing a bit of Yiddish. Anyway, we've mentioned all the Yiddish, get given Shabbos, all the Tzihers, thank you. Radius, alles als aan gezind en sterk en we gaan een Yiddish. I've got today, Moshe, um, five beautiful sayings in Yiddish. The first one kicks off like this. A finstere cholem of dein kop en of dein hand en vies. You know what I spoke about there? Yeah. It's sort of, uh, a finstere cholem is a, 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 a nightmare. Yeah, or a, whole, a horrible wish on yeah. someone. Yep. Or a dark dream, a nightmare, correct, Morris, yep. on your cop. On your head. On your co- on your head yep. and on your hands and feet. Yeah. Off thine hand and feet. There's That's the first it. one. Yep. Uh, number two, the zweite expression in Yiddish, heart gate mazugan, a fole tut in zweien. A foile tut in zweien. T-S-V-E-Y-E-N. I can't pronounce it properly. Well, tell uh, us a lazy you. person is a foile, yeah. and he has to do it the task twice. Yeah. Zweien, zweien, yeah. zweien. Yeah. Uh, we've got a couple more, yeah. because we're running out of time. A broch zu dir. That's a Yiddish expression I haven't heard for a while. A broch zu dir. A curse on you, Moshe. You heard that lately? A brach, a brach to me, a brach to dear. Let's Very have a well known curse. Yeah. A fire soll aim treffen. A fire, uh, it should uh, appear. Yeah. Yep. He should burn up. Literally, a fire should meet him. Burn in hell. <laughs> yeah. That's for our uh, friends, the Rabbit. Yeah, that's it, it, the bandit. And we'll have one more to close up today's Yiddish. Yeah. A gesind auf dein Kopf. A, uh, a healthy um, situation on your head. A good health to you, literally good health on your head. And that, that's, uh, um, that's our tribute today for Gary Mellon. Right, absolutely. Ges- we say gez- you say gesund, we say yeah. gesind. That's ich it. Bin a Galatania, yes. A gesind auf dein Kopf. Yeah, and ich bin a Litvak. A Litvak. Just to let you know, uh, another thing that's happening, uh, Super, you know Super? Yeah, the, uh, Balaclava Road. Yeah, North absolutely Corfu. fantastic place. Uh, together with uh, the US-based organisation IYUN, are present- presenting a six-week course on sex. Listen to this, Mendel. Wow. Yep. Breaking news. Sex, intimacy and relationships towards a postmodern Jewish sexual ethic. This is facilitated by psychotherapist Miriam Dolnikov and it's happening uh, from July the 31st to September the 4th at the Super Bistro, 208 Balaclava Road, Caulfield North, from 7.30 to 9pm for six weeks. The cost is $50 for all six sessions or $10 per per session. You can go to trybooking.com forward slash 1088354. And for six weeks, you can be into sex, intimacy, and relationships, Mendel. There you at go. At the super. That's Only 50 place. bucks for all of that sex and intimacy and relationships. Beautiful That's fantastic. 
What do you What do you got there? The Parsha. The Parsha of the week. We're right. doing P O W on yeah, ten k quickly, and then we'll finish off with two twatums. Ten k radius, suk in Yiddish. P O W. Gary calls it Parsha of the week. Tomorrow, in all the shows, we're reading the Eschanan, yeah. or in Ivrit, the Eschanan. Yes. That translates. Let me get back to the mic. Yep. As I pleaded with the Lord at yep. the time, saying, the Etchanan. I found something very interesting, Moshe, yep. about that word. Yep. The Etchanan. I beseeched Hashem at that time. You know that Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses prayed 515 prayers, and that's the numerical value, the gematria of that word, the Etchanan. And I beseeched to be allowed to enter Eretz Yisrael. That's from the that's what they say in the midrash. You heard that comment on the gematria. I have heard it. Finn, if you did fifteen, that's a lot of prayers. He wanted to go into Israel, and God said, "Nah, no, not going to." On one, he, all he did was strike the rock. Oh, well, he did uh, a few yeah, other things. There's a lot of commentaries. Very on that. all different. Yeah. yeah, that's something to look at. Yeah, uh, the cedra also Moshe. I'll just mention this very quickly. Is yeah. uh, it, this cedra is always read on the Shabbos following Tishabav, which was Correct. yesterday, and it's called Shabbos Nachamu. Yeah, because the Haftorah begins with the words Nachamu, Nachamu Ami. Yep. Comfort you, comfort you, my people. This refers to the two. Uh, the uh, It's stated twice because of the twofold nature of the consolation. For yep. the destruction of the first base, Amigdash, and secondly for the destruction of the second base, Amigdash. And the Sedra Moshe uh, talks about uh, the... the the uh, let, let's see. Well, it's got it, the well, shema. It's, it's got yeah, the ten it's got a whole lot of things. But I'm going to yep. say a few words here. It represents the beginning of the period of consolation. That's what we're in now. Correct. Seven Shabbos weeks of Nachamur. leading up to uh, Rosh Hashanah. Uh, Moses uh, foresaw the galut. You know, yep. the dispersion of his people. He knew that they would no longer be able to maintain their unity their achdus as a nation nor to identify with the land of Israel. If they were to retain their identity, they would need to find other ways and in the Sedra provides the the path and the uh, protection. It It says there, but you that did cleave unto the Lord your God are alive every one of you this day. This was God's eternal promise. If you follow in my ways and live as true Yidden, you will survive. Where there is faith in God, there is a Jewish life. You agree with me on that? Absolutely, absolutely. And this was, um, there are some who assert that those who follow God's ways and practice the mitzvahs must wait for their reward in the world to come. The pleasures of this world are for those who do not allow themselves to be constrained by laws. But the last word of the sentence, Hayom, that word Hayom, this day contradicts that assertion. Goes on to talk about those who accept God's teachings as a guideline for their lives will not only inherit the world to come, but will enjoy this material world as well. And it states there in the Talmud, even at such a time when nations die, shall you remain alive. Some nations lay great stress on material wealth, which encourages envy, war, destruction and death. But 
Those who hold to God's word are saved from the drama of death and are granted eternal life. This is what Wonderful we talked about mentor. earlier in this when this yep. material and, the big, and yep. wealth. And the big message is yes. from chapter four, got three, four of things. our Hanam. It says, And now, O Israel, Israel, listen to the statutes and to the ordinances, which I teach you to do them. And here's the important two words, the most probably the two most important words in the whole Sedra, that you may live. Uh, the question would be is what you can't live without listening to the, uh, the commandments. Of course you can live, but what it means is to live as a unified nation. And what is going on in Israel today? We must live Laman as Amechad. And that is the whole essence of Torah we must and the whole essence of listening to the commandments. Morris, we yes, must quickly. mention something I found here. This is this, um, the, the, the Ten Commandments are repeated in this Sedra. The only other Sedra 